hear those words as more than just a song we sing, but the cry of our heart. We want to know you better this year. We want to grow in our faith. We want to reflect you more. So, Lord, we, we commit these few minutes that we have as we open the Bible. Help it be more than just words and a talk. Holy Spirit, speak to us. Holy Spirit, speak through us and help us live your word, we pray. And we all agreed and said, Amen. Amen. How good is it seeing the new generation come? Mother and daughter team on stage today. So good. All of you guys. Uh, how many for you, this is your first time actually in an in-person service in 2021? Give me a little wave. How good is it just to stand together with other worshippers, with wonderful people just helping us access the presence of God? Would you thank them? They've been here early. Thank. Turn around and smile at four more people before you grab a seat. Thanks, everybody. Well, I hope you're refreshed and I hope you're ready for what God has for you. How about we just agree that this year we're going to go on an adventure of faith? Are we, are we good for that? By the way, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. First time I've preached in, in person anywhere this year so far. Actually, I've preached online. Um, that was a surprise. We, Lynn and I, were, uh, we had our whole family, had our kids and grandkids with us. And uh, I... I Got a phone call. We're on Noosa North Shore. You've got to go over a car ferry to even get where we were holidaying. It's got very poor phone reception. And I got a phone call from Graham Forster, and I thought I heard him say Brisbane and Greater Brisbane, all the regions, including Logan, was in lockdown. I said, say, say that again. Hang on, I'll stand on one foot and lean out. And, and, and he said, yeah. He said, we can't have church this Sunday. And uh, praise God for technology, hey? We made it all work, and we got so many great responses, and, and from a number of folks from, uh, from this location, so thank you. But you know what? Church is not meant just to be watched. We're meant to participate in every way. Are you with me on that? So let's go for the journey. I got a word that's on my heart, and uh, I'm going to preach it in uh, a few locations and in a few services over the next couple of weeks, because I, I really believe that God is speaking to us. And I believe that we can be people that either just let life happen or we can get on the front foot and we can begin to live by faith. Is anybody here ready to live by faith? Or are you just ready to let life happen to you? All right. I, I've got a word in my heart and I want you to receive it. And uh, I believe it's for you. I believe it's for us. And I believe it's for this season. Now, I grew up in the bush. And uh, doesn't mean I'm a farmer. Doesn't mean I'm a very good gardener. In fact, anything that's green at our house, Her Majesty gets the credit. Uh, um, but I have made some observations. Here's my first observation. That you determine in advance the harvest you want to receive. See, if, if I want to harvest pumpkins in advance, I plant pumpkin seeds. I don't plant potatoes hoping for pumpkins. That needs therapy if you're doing that. <laughs> the second thing I've noticed is that some things are out of my control, like the weather. We live on the driest continent on the planet here in Australia. And, uh, you know, uh, when, when I was in a little boy in towns like Mandubra, just to watch the crippling drought and then the images that we've had on our screen even the last couple of years, how amazing are those wonderful people that endure the harshness of our climate? And, and, and the reality is we've had some terrible droughts affect this continent over the last few decades. But you know what? They keep getting up and keep doing what they're doing. And I've watched and I've seen, you know, just the, how the harsh seasons like drought really do affect not only the land, but the people living on it. I've also made some other observations of having walked with the Lord now for well over four decades. And here they are. Firstly, our God is unchangeable. He is the same. Say same. He is the same yesterday, today and forever. Does anybody believe that? Second thing, his word is dependable. 
And the third thing I've noticed is the principles of his kingdom are undeniable. Some principles just are fixed. They're locked, they're loaded, they're locked in stone. These principles don't change. And one of them comes from Galatians 6 verse 7. Here's what Paul writes. Do not be deceived. Okay, in other words, here, here's the news flash. This won't change. Read it with me. God is not mocked for whatever a man He will also reap. What you sow is what you You want potatoes, you sow Exactly. What you sow is what you reap. So I really wanted to today take a, this section of scripture that's captivated me recently and, and, uh, and amplify it because there's, a, there's a, a living dynamic implication for you and I. So come with me to the start of the Bible, the book of Genesis. This passage has just resonated in my heart for the last few weeks and I just knew that God's speaking to me for us. Let me read you. I'm going to grab just a few verses to, to sort of fast track what I believe God is speaking to us today. Verse 1 of 26. There was what in the land? There was a famine in the land. Besides the first famine, that was in the days of Abraham. I'll come back to that. And Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines in Gerah. Then the Lord appeared to him and said, do not go down to Egypt. I would love to preach just on that. Do not go down to Egypt. Egypt represents a different kingdom. Egypt represents a different mindset. Do not go down to Egypt. Nudge your neighbor and say, don't go to Egypt. (laughs) Yeah, pyramids are no fun to live in. Live in the land of which I tell you. Dwell in this land. Man, there's so much in this text. And I will be with you and bless you. For to you and your descendants I give all these lands and I will perform the oath which I swore to Abraham your father. Fast track, drop down to verse 12. Then then Isaac, what did he do? He sowed in the land and he reaped in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. Pastor Ben was rightly challenging us just a few moments ago regarding how we honour the Lord with our finances. We should talk about that sometime. And, and today, there is an implication that flows into finances, but this is not a message about money, so just everybody take a deep breath. Let me tell you, people, the way we respond to teaching on money will tell us really where Jesus is as the Lord in our life. Smile back at me, I love you. (laughs) I'm serious. The old preacher used to say, if he's not Lord of all, he's not Lord at all. Papa loves you. (laughs) But this is not just a message about money. This is a message about all of our life because what we sow, we... So there's three words that really today uh, help define what I believe is a response challenge to the word of the Lord. Three words. Here they are. Number one, when. Number two, where. Number three, what. When, where, and what. Here we go. First word, when. When did Isaac sow? He sowed during a he sowed during a famine, and that drought had left massive uh, uh, um, and widespread effects right across the, the 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 area and affected the people. It had left a serious shortage of the thing that is necessary for survival: food. Food. The famine had left people in desperate state. But despite that, what did Isaac do? There was a famine in the land. There was shortage. There was nothing that they could actually get. And yet Isaac still made a choice. He still sowed during famine. I'm here today to call you to sow during your famine. Whatever your famine looks like. We'll get to that in a minute. When Isaac sowed, it showed a few things. Firstly, it showed that he knew... Ready for this? He knew that this had happened before. 
Did you see what it said in verse 1 of Genesis 26? It said, and there came a famine in Isaac's time, just like what happened in Abraham's time. Now listen, it's little comfort when you're going through a tough time to know that others have been through it as well. But reality, the pain you're experiencing right now, the dry season you've been in, guess what? Somebody else in the room is going through that same thing too. Others have been through it just like you. Sometimes we get into a situation, remember Elijah, I am the only one going through this. And God says, no, there's three or four thousand up in those hills that are just like you. It's never a comforting thing to know others are going through the same experience, but here's the good thing. The same God has been faithful to them. He'll be faithful to you. The same God that was faithful in generations past will be faithful to you. You know, one of the reasons I'm serving Jesus, I had parents that proved the faithfulness of God during the tough times. When I was a young kid, I had a birthday yesterday. The, the, the speedo's ticking over too fast for my liking. But when I was a young guy in my teens, John Lennon brought a song out and the first line was, imagine there's no heaven. You know, I couldn't sing that. I had every album from every heavy rock band going, but I could not sing that song. It was weird. You know why? I couldn't imagine that there was no heaven because I'd seen a God who was faithful to my parents against, against all the odds, a supernatural supply, miraculous healings. I couldn't deny his existence. I was working out my own life. I was working out my own faith. But I knew that there was a God. The God of Abraham was also going to be the God of Isaac. Been there before. The second thing that Isaac showed when he sowed is he, he knew that God was with him. It says in verse 2 that the Lord appeared to him. I personally believe, listen to me, we all need personal encounters with the Holy Spirit. We all need personal encounters with him. You know what that will do? It will take theory into reality. It'll take theory into experience. I don't want you in 2021 just to have another religious experience where we go through church life because that's the done thing to do. It's a really good thing to get into the house of God. The Bible says in Hebrews 10 to not forsake the gathering, not the watching. We watch as we have to when situations demand, but the intention of God for his church is that people gather. Say gather. Forsake not the gathering of yourselves together as the habit of some is. During lockdown, we had many, many weeks, 19 weeks when we were watching church. You know, the Bible uh, actually says don't create habits, bad habits. You know, you do some things for 90 days in a row, you actually create a habit for life. Let's shake those habits off. And let's gather. But let's not gather and thinking that's the only expression of our faith. It's the celebration of our faith. Let me tell you, small groups, personal devotion, and regular encounters with a living God is what we need. Would somebody help the preacher and say amen? We, we, I don't just want us to have those experiences where we get up and we feel we have to read the Bible. I want us to get up daily and say, I want to meet with Jesus today. And the Lord appeared to him and he met him. Brought him alive. He did this in the midst of a pandemic. We, he called it a famine. We call it a pandemic. When things aren't the way we are used to, when things aren't the way we want them to be. There's other words for a famine. Recession. Loneliness. Relational issues. Health issues. Dry times when we feel like a famine, we're starved of things we need for a flourishing life. But, Abe, but Isaac made a choice. And we have to be a people who make a choice. We have to be people who choose to live with a different spirit. And a different spirit will cause us to make different choices. Let's not be people who actually changed the word to fit our situation. Let's make the situation change as we respond to the word of God. Listen to what the Bible, I believe, is calling us to. Isaiah 60, verse 1. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Let me tell you, I, this next line, I believe, almost so 
powerfully speaks to the season we're in. For behold, darkness shall cover the whole earth. I am deeply disturbed about the state of planet earth. I'm deeply disturbed by the, by the political agendas. I'm deeply disturbed by the bullying that happens on cyberspace and, uh, and in social media. I'm deeply perturbed by some of the, the things that are happening and the hatred and the vitriol. And darkness is covering the whole earth and deep darkness, the people. But, say but. Here's the promise, the Lord will arise over you and his glory will be seen over you. We are people of a different spirit. I made, Lynn and I made some choices even driving down today. I said, you know what, I'm going to spend, I'm going to spend February, I'm going to call it Freedom February. I am over the secular media, not reporting the news, but manipulating the news. To try and change the way we think. The Holy Spirit saying to me, don't go down to Egypt. Stay out of that stuff. Arise and shine for the glory of the Lord. Let's be people who literally live, walk through our workplace, walk through our school, walk through our summer with a different spirit. Yeah, there's a famine, but I'm going to do something that's contrary and counter to what's going on. I'm going to sow when it doesn't make sense. And that's what Isaac did. What did he sow? He sowed seed. What does seed represent? Seed represents life. Seed represents potential. And seed, I believe, speaks of the possibility of multiplication. Anybody here a gardener? Come on, come on, own up. Here's the deal. When you went down to the store and bought a packet of seeds, did you hope in return to get a packet of seeds as a harvest? When you plant your seed, you expect multiplication. You expect it. Isaac sowed. Look where he sowed. He sowed in that land. We've already highlighted what verse 12 said. Don't go down to Egypt. It's a different kingdom. It has different mindsets. Some of us, I really believe this year, one of the things the Lord's going to start speaking to us more and more about, I hope to do a teaching series on it, out of Romans 12. It says, don't conform to this world, but be what? Transformed. How? By the... See, with the heart we behave, but with the... Sorry, with the heart we believe, but with the head we behave. And some of us need to allow the transformation work of the Holy Spirit as we apply the word and the kingdom principles and not live in Egypt, but be keep people of the kingdom of God. Can you say amen? Dwell in this land, he says, because I promise to be with you. Here's what God's saying. You ready? They start with S. Stay where you are. Sow your seed and see what he'll do for you. Stay planted. Don't go looking for easy options. Don't go chasing blessing all over the place. Yeah, you know, I'm not sure that, you know, the local church is where it's at anymore. I think it's kind of, you know, just be online and just go with whatever you feel's good for you right now. Good, get the online preacher to go and help you when your kids are in trouble. Get the online community to gather around you when you're going through a challenge. Friends, the house of God. Listen to what the word of the Lord says. Psalm 92 verse 13. Those who are planted. Say planted. Say it again. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall what? Flourish in the courts of the Lord. Come on, let's be people of a different spirit. Let's be people that say, yeah, there's a famine. Yeah, there's darkness in the earth. But you know what? We've got a different spirit. We're going to rise and shine. We're going to get planted in the house of God. And we're going to sow seed in famine. Where? Where we are planted. You know, I'm I'm an impatient guy. You might not believe that. But I'm, I'm not patient. I'm married to someone who is, thank God. But we, we lived on acreage for over 25 years and there were some trees I used to look at and think, you're useless, I'm going to move you. And I'd move them, sometimes more than once. Guess what? Few of them survived and hardly any of them ever produced fruit. That's just like a lot of Christians. 
keep moving around. No, no, no. Get planted and stay planted even in the famine. And watch what God would do for you. How many know I'm telling you the truth? Isaac was a kingdom man. Took God at his word. Sowed during a dry time and stayed where he was. And look at the consequences. It says in verse 13. Look what, look, here's the third. Where? When did he sow? In famine. Where did, he, where did he plant? Where he was. What did he reap? Verse 13. The man began to prosper. And he continued prospering until he became very prosperous. Whoa. See, the seed began to multiply. That's the kingdom. In fact, the supernatural 100-fold blessing upon him caused his neighbors to take notice. I want to live a life that's not for my glory but for his, where people say, I want a life like yours. What have you got? Look at verse 14. He had possessions of herds and possessions... Hey, sorry, he had possessions of flocks and herds and a great number of, of servants, and the Philistines envied him. I firmly believe that some of us need to become comfortable with the fact that God wants to bless his people. Do you believe that God wants to bless you? Or do you believe he wants to keep you locked in some survival state where we just somehow get from day to day and week to week? That's not my God. It says in Psalm 35, he takes pleasure in the prosperity of his people. As a father and as a grandfather, I love watching my kids do well. I love watching my grand. It's like, yes. You want to see that. And our God, our Father wants to bless his kids. And of course, then you add to it. You add to just his desire. You add to it the principles of the kingdom where he will cause multiplication of the seed we sow. See, here's the deal. We sow the seed, he causes multiplication. Hundredfold. As the team comes and joins me this morning... I need to remind you of something. Some of my team in the room would tell you this is a fact. Most weeks when we pray for you, we pray over your prayer requests and we pray over, you know, each site and each ministry expression, households. We pray this prayer, 3 John 2. We would that you prosper and be in health as your soul prospers. That's our prayer that you prosper and be in health. But the word, the linking word is as your soul prospers. It starts with a choice to have a prospering soul. And out of that, other things will flow. So here's my question to you. What does your famine look like? What's the drought that's affecting your soul? Now make some choices. What do you need? See, I'm, I'm, this morning's a prophetic message. Not so much that I'm preaching prophecy, but that you could live a prophecy. That you can determine in advance what the rest of the year or even the rest of your life will look like. I don't, I don't receive a lot of kindness. So if I want to receive kindness, what do I have to sow? First thing your location pastor said to you this morning was, I feel that this is a year of honour. It's honour. Honour God, honour each other. You know, I said we were holidaying on this northern section of Noosa where you actually, each, each way you had to go across. And, and modern technology has not reached the Noosa ferry system. It's cash. <laughs> Lynn and I were on this thing and, and a young couple comes beside us and there's, you know, the fairy guy, and he walks up to this young couple and tells them it's eight bucks, cash. And they said, do you take card? No, we don't take card. And there's, it was holiday season. There's cars coming everywhere onto the thing. He says, then you're going to have to back up. And I look across, and they said, you sure you don't take card? No. I said, hey, mate, I'll pay it. And they said, oh, that's very kind. It was very kind because I found out they were towing a jet ski, so it was 16 bucks. <laughs> very kind. And, 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 and this young couple of millennials looked at me and goes, oh, we need your bank account to put, put that money. I said, forget it. I don't know how that's going to come back. 
So kindness. But I'm in no one showing me kindness. Sow it because I want to reap it. What about mercy? One of the Beatitudes, Jesus said, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall be shown mercy. Oh, you go ahead and live your life and be judgmental and be harsh on people. You know what? You sow those seeds, guess what's going to flow back? I want a church where people are merciful because I want to be shown mercy. Forgiveness. Father, forgive me as... I start sowing seeds of forgiveness so that I then live under and live in a context of forgiveness. What about encouragement? No one encourages me. Power of life and death's in the tongue. Why don't we begin to change the atmosphere in our homes and our workplaces and wherever we go so that when we sow it, all of a sudden we begin to reap it. Friends. I know, friends. You know what the Bible says? If you want friends, what have you got to do? You've got to be one. He's a good friend. He sends me photos of fish and jet ski accidents. <laughs> I sold my jet ski because of you. You traumatized me. <laughs> what about love? I don't feel loved. You know, you know the problem with, with a lot of modern people, especially in Western culture? We receive our validation from all the wrong places. Lynn and I know people that got off social media. Emma, people got off social media because they weren't getting enough likes. You weren't born to be liked, you were born to be loved. Let's stop getting our validation from stuff that's got no life in it. Let's start sowing so that we can reap. Oh, yeah, there's so many other things. There's a whole list of which we won't even get to today. Blessing. You want to receive blessing? Start sowing it. Whatever that looks like. It could be just a card. It could be a note. It could be a smile. Start prophesying. What do I want to have flow back into my life this year? Now, you can sit there and go, oh, I can't do anything about the weather. I can't do anything about the environment. No, but you can actually change the state of your soul and you can sow knowing that in Jesus' name you will reap. And let's live this year absolutely expectant to live under the smile of a loving God that takes pleasure in his kids prospering, firstly in their soul. The psalmist said in Psalm 27, verse 13, I would have despaired unless I'd believed, say believed, to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. If you're believing to see the goodness of the Lord, would you stand with me right now? I'm believing. I'm in a drought, but I'm believing. I'm actually going to approach 2021 with a different spirit. Oh, 2020, what was that about? Now, that was a famine for a lot of people. But you know what? We can spend our life talking about the famine or we can say, you know what? I've got a God that said if I sow, I'll reap. And despite the famine, I'm going to take him at his word. I'm going to take him at his word. I'm not going to change his word to fit my situation. I'm going to use his word to change my situation. Are you with me today? Would you open your hands? I feel to pray over you right now. Begin to pray. Come on, open everyone across this room. Open your hands. Open your hands. Come on. Let's be people. Father, we today, we today stand with lives that all of us carry potential. All of us have seed. We can all be kind. We can all be merciful. We can all be forgiving. We can all be gracious. We can all, Lord, begin to encourage. All of us, Lord, have the potential of carrying the seed of the good news of Jesus. And oh, our community so needs Jesus. Your word says, Lord, that if we go out bearing precious seed to sow, you're going to bring a harvest. And Lord, we believe in this community, in this city, for a harvest. We believe it's time to see people to find Jesus in unprecedented numbers. So give us your boldness. Give us your encouragement. Give us the sensitivity to people. 
With your hands open, I pray over you, my friend. You've lacked encouragement. Today, make a choice to be an encourager. If you've felt you've not experienced mercy or grace, start showing mercy and grace. Start sowing what you want to reap. Start sowing what you want to reap in Jesus' name. Now, if you're able to, if you're able to and comfortable, the hands that have been out holding your seat now begin to raise them to God in advance, giving him praise in advance. Begin to prophesy over your year. Begin to say, God, I'm believing this year to come under the influence of your favor. I'm believing this year for a breakthrough. I'm believing this year for your kindness to flow into my situation. I'm believing this year for the prodigals in my family to come home. I'm believing for salvation to visit my household. I'm believing for the atmosphere to change in my home and my workplace. And God, I believe you're going to cause me to be a significant part of the change. I'm going to prophetically today, from this day, begin to sow and I give you the glory. You are the glory and the lifter of our head. We will rise and we will shine for your glory is upon us and we praise you and we honor you and we live expectant of you visiting us in the name of Jesus. Come on, praise him. Praise him. Praise him. you bow your heads for a moment it's not about the famine it's about the seed stop talking about the famine stop celebrating the famine stop bemoaning the famine let's live in the potential of the seed that we all carry While her head's about, I need to speak to you, my friend. If you're not yet or you've ceased following Jesus Christ. The Bible says that if I lose my life, I'll gain it. In other words, if I sow my life, I give my life to God. All the broken bits and the bits that I'm ashamed of, the regret, the stuff, the sin, I give him that. You know what I get in return? His life. Forgiven. Transformed. Helped. Healed. Accepted. And there are people that came today. And what a great choice you made at the start of a new year. To come back. Or for the first time, begin to get on this journey of faith. And the the one thing you knew is you just needed to accept that invitation to just come to a service like this but songs that have been sung and things that have been said have only amplified what you know is happening in your heart. It's time to connect with God. And all you need to do is just say, God, here it is. This is a seed. It's a bit grubby. It's a bit broken. It's my life. Would you you take me just the way I am? Just as I am. Would you change my life and Help me and heal me. And just like for that guy, Isaac, you, you, you came to him. Would you come to me? Help me live in the, just the joy of knowing you're my friend and my saviour. If I'm talking to you right now, oh, I, I know I am, I know I am. There's people in this room that says, you know, first time ever, or after being away too long, I, God, I, I want to get my life right with you. That you just raise your hand up. I need to know who I'm praying for today. 
You're not alone in this room. There's always people in a group this size that, that just need to connect with God. Would you just raise your hand up and say, Wayne, pray for me today. I'm going to give you 10 seconds. Thank you. Thank you. There's two people in the back row. I see your hands. That's wonderful. And another gentleman in the, uh, further on the other side of the back. Who else? I'm going to wait just a moment. Across this auditorium, there's people getting their lives right with God. If, if you're near somebody that you know is a follower of Jesus, perhaps you'd like just to nudge them on the elbow because they're going to be praying with you and Pastor Ben's going to let you know how we can help you. Don't let this moment pass. If you Maybe I didn't even see your hand. We know there have been some, but I'm sure there's others that just need to get right with God. Would you, If you've raised your hand or you wish you had, place it upon your heart right now, right where you stand. May you know the extravagant love of God flow into your life as it comes to you as forgiveness it comes to you as acceptance it comes to you as the power of the Holy Spirit able to change your life from the inside out and we agree for that from this day forward and everybody said Amen why don't you congratulate people who've just made a wonderful wonderful decision wanted to keep the applaud going and thank Pastor Wayne for a great message and encouraging us this morning. Hey, if you if you're responding maybe for the first time or the first time in a long time, we want to walk the journey with you. This is the start of an amazing journey, walking with God, walking with His people and, and discovering all that God has for your life. And right after the service, one of our team will just come alongside you if you responded this morning and just ask you some simple questions on how we can pray for you. And my, uh, if you need a Bible, we'll put a Bible in your hand. Uh, and we'd love to just continue to chat through how we can help as you walk with God. That would be fantastic. Hey, church, on the first Sunday of February, so not next Sunday, which is the 31st of January, but the following, which is the 7th of February, we're going to be relaunching our mid-service prayer meeting. So in between the two services at 9.45 in our M1 room, which is the, the first room on your right as you exit these, uh, those doors there, uh, from 9.45 to 10.15 every week, we're going to be praying, praying for our people, praying for our city, praying for the church, but also praying for you. This is a great opportunity. If, if, if you desperately need prayer, you want people to surround you in prayer, this is a great opportunity for you to come along there and let us minister to you as well as you also minister with us as we uphold the city and, and its people. So starting February 7, please come and, and join us. If you come to the 8.30, hang back. If you come to the 10.30, come early. And uh, it's a great way that we just lift up this place in prayer. So many great things. Why don't you hang around? Coffee cart is open. If you want to know more information regards to life groups, see Ethan. If you want to know more about Hope Academy, see Jemaya. Otherwise, church, have a fantastic Sunday, and we'll see you in church real soon. God bless.